Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Staying Hungry. I'm Mitchell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeffrey. And today, we're going to be talking about kind of a wide range of things. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's roll the intro. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Staying Hungry. Um, so... Today I've, I've been watching a lot of um, of Yes Theory, which is the YouTube channel that I uh, I really like. Have I ever showed you them, Jeffrey? No, I don't think you have. Okay, so basically, what they like their motto is seek discomfort, and they're about like traveling and kind of the stuff that our podcast is about. So it's like a good topic, but um, like one of the videos I was watching is they were becoming uh like one of their uh main guys was becoming a buddhist monk in thailand uh for 24 hours and so like they'll do crazy like all right go to uh bangkok for 24 hours with no money um they'll talk about you know uh like like they challenged will smith to jump out of a uh, helicopter, do a bungee jump on his birthday this year. Um, he, like, responded to them and all this stuff. And they've got, like, two million-something followers now, and I've been following them for a while, but I really like their uh, their style and everything, and uh, I, I definitely recommend, like, going and checking them out. They, uh, they do a good job with, like, editing and... Uh, just kind of all the components. I feel like a lot of people try to do that stuff and just don't do it very well. Um, so I don't know. I, I definitely recommend that. But I guess like seeking discomfort is a good topic to sit on. Um, and I know like I'm always trying to do it and trying to keep kind of the situation on its toes and you know, always be working through stuff, and, um, you know, what, what is kind of, like, your, what comes to mind, like, when, when you hear seek discomfort, Jeffrey? Well, to me, seeking discomfort is kind of pushing your boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's always looking for, you know, something to push yourself to be better, or to, you know, find something that you like. Like, a good example that I remember, uh, you and I doing was skydiving. Hell yeah. I vividly remember that being something that we did that was like, you know, we pushed ourselves. Yeah. We're, we were just like, we're going to go skydiving. And I just remember <laughs> us being like the, the night before we were like, yeah, let's go skydive. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're going to do it. So like we looked up a place and it was, uh, was it Dallas? Was it? Skydive Space Lane, Dallas. Skydive Space, yeah, 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 yeah. And we drove there the next day, and <laughs> I just remember us being like, we're actually going to do this. Yeah. And so we, like, signed the waivers and everything, you know, did a little whatever course they had. Uh -huh. and yeah, it's a blast. I remember, yeah, it was. And, you know, climbing to 14,000 feet. Oh, my that God. That was the most anxious, <laughs> like, that, that was the most I've anxiety. I've that, like, oh. you know, anticipating something so much in my life. Like, it's such an uncomfortable feeling when you're just, like, strapped up and you're, like, basically strapped to some other dude. You got lucky. You lucked out and you got a woman. 
but um, <laughs> Jeffrey she got like cool. a little she- and I, I was like strapped to like a big fat dude and um and then so you're just like you know you take off and like you know pretty shitty airplane and um they, they weren't that bad but a lot of times you'll take off in a shitty airplane and they'll use them for skydiving because like they're just duct taped together and what you know you're not going to use them for long-term travel and like the door is half open and you know like it, it takes i don't know what like 15 minutes to get up to maybe 20 minutes to get up to 14,000 feet yeah maybe like a a, <clears throat> a minute every thousand miles or something but um yeah no it was like even after the first time you know and i continued kind of pursuing getting my license that was just like I did not look forward to that ride up to uh, to altitude because it's just like, and and like you know it, I guess that goes against like the seeking discomfort thing, but it's always about like, you know, um, you you the the fun of it is that that time like right when you jump out of the airplane right you know like that's when it all begins and then you've got maybe fifteen twenty minutes of of. Of you know a minute sixty seconds of falling at one hundred twenty miles an hour, and then you've got you know maybe maybe sixteen seventeen minutes of being under the canopy just kind of free flying, um, and the guy will be like you guy or girl will be like uh, once you're under the canopy like all right I'm gonna like let you loose a little bit I'm gonna loosen the straps like you're not gonna fall and you're just like <laughs> oh shit like do not drop me they kind of let the straps go and you drop down a little bit and it's just like oh my god like i i made it i did not die today and i can say that i skydived so yeah that that's i i, uh, I love thinking back to that time when we first skydived because that really changed like i feel like that made me a more adventurous person um and kind of showed me like what i was capable of doing and did you feel different after that Oh, yeah. I mean, it just kind of showed me that there was no reason to be afraid, even though, like, that climb to that high was still, you know, it still caused me some anxiety, which is, you know. Expected. There's a reason. You're you're going to jump out of a plane. And I've talked to people that, like, have their license, and they say that they still get nervous. Right, right. But, you know, it's kind of just normal to them to just jump out. Like, it's, I mean it's kind of just a process I believe and yeah I still remember jumping out and the fear disappeared yeah there's not it was nothing yeah it was literally just you know full attention in that present moment and that was probably right. one of the coolest experiences I've ever had I totally agree I, I like I, I tell my friends and stuff I'm like if you're willing so few people are willing to do it which is like unfortunate but I'm like if you're willing to go skydiving like tandem you know with me sometime like i will pay you know the two three however much hundred dollars it is to uh to jump out of the plane like i'll pay for you to have that experience because it's so awesome and uh you, you, i have not had a single person take take that up yet um but uh i i, I really recommend it to Anybody that wants to like get out of their comfort zone, it's one of the best. Oh, it forces you out too. pretty quickly. Yeah, so um, it's a it's a pretty cool eye opening experience. Uh, yeah, 
And whether or not you do it a second time, whether or not you go for your license, uh, it's just an experience I believe everyone should have because it really shows that there isn't really like fear is just something that has been ingrained into us as human beings. It's ingrained into pretty much all animals yeah. to survive. Right. And it's not, you know, it's something that you can kind of work around. Yeah. But it takes time to learn. Yeah. Like fear, it gets in between all the best things in life. You know, it's what stands in between you and your goals and your aspirations and the things you want to achieve. And as soon as you can learn that it's just this mental game that your brain's playing on you, you know, because you think about everything you do, like it's all filtered in by your brain. Your brain makes sense of it. And like one, I guess like, you know, one of the things that I realized like reading, um, a a book recently, um, the power of now by Eckhart Tolle was, um, you know, whenever I get depressed or anxious or get into like a bad mindset, I always figure out that like, you know, it's, it's, it's this thing going on in my head that is not actually me, right? It's like this this curtain that's kind of blocking my true self and I can realize that like that doesn't define me and um it's like fear right you know like you just you you gain this clarity and figure out that like okay I, I don't need to put so much um so much of myself into these feelings um because I, I try to not be super feelings based because that just gets me in trouble no, I I completely agree with you. It's I I would have to look at getting that book. Yeah, it's really good. It, but it seems like a really good book from what you've talked about. Yeah, yeah, it's had a big impact on me. Um, so I, I I recommend him like as a, just an author. Um, I'm reading uh, a New Earth, I think is what it's called right now, and it's. Uh, one of his other books that's also kind of about ego death and um, all kinds of really good subjects that, that I've uh, I've really enjoyed. Um, did you <clears throat> did you see the uh, Apple sent out invitations today for for an event to a bunch of bloggers and stuff? No, I haven't. I haven't seen that. They did it today? I think they did it today. I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it, and I watched some videos about it. And uh, it just says, like, gather around. has this, like, circle light thing on it. And it's like, come join us September 12th for, uh, you know, a big announcement at the Steve Jobs uh, Theater or something. And I guess the speculation is that the iPhone XS is what people want to call it is going to be released, um, which I won't be getting. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's it falls into like the right timing and stuff. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. I won't be attending it. You know, of course I got an invitation because I'm a I'm a hot shot like that. Um, no, I didn't get an invitation, <laughs> but, um, wish I did. And, uh, you know, I'll be excited to see what comes out. Maybe a new Apple watch cause I could use one. So 
Yeah, that'd be cool to see if they come out with a, a new Apple Watch, but I mean, I don't know how much they would change. I mean, yeah, you get to a point to where you can't really like make a ton of headway. At, you know, what well, hardware, hardware-wise, it's kind of. I guess it's harder to make changes that way, other than software. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'm trying to remember what else people were talking about them possibly having. Um, I don't know. You know, basically the big announcement will just be that they remove the headphone jack from all their products. Um, so that'll be fun. But uh, but no. Uh, yeah, I think um, without Steve Jobs, this kind of goes without saying. But without Steve Jobs, there it's. Um, and we've talked about this in the last podcast, um, but it's just not the same. I used to like sit in the lunchroom, uh, back in elementary school or, or junior high or wherever and watch Steve Jobs give the, give these keynotes and, you know, I would just, I would look forward to it and like, you know, my face would just light up when something new came out and, uh, now it's just not, not so magical, you know, there's not one last thing by Steve Jobs anymore. So, um, it's kind of changed for me in that aspect of things. No, I agree with you. It's just without Steve Jobs, it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll kind of see what happens there and then we'll give our feedback on what products they release and, um, kind of what happens in that arena. Um, but, uh, you know, I was thinking about, uh, do you remember what Burning Man is? Is it? Oh yeah, dude. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. Like I, uh. I was thinking about that the other day because Jeffrey and I have, like, tried to figure out when we can make it to Burning Man. And, uh, you know, probably everybody pretty much knows what Burning Man is. But if anyone doesn't know, it's uh, this big kind of get-together festival type deal Um, in uh, where it's, like, on the, the... salt flats of I think Nevada and it's just this crazy like seven day deal where um, like some crazy amount like 15,000 people or something get together and they barter items and um, people make music people wear all kinds of weird clothing um, and like they had a couple years ago they had like a 747 rolling across the desert and people were just like sleeping in it and um just having a good time in it it's like you kind of escape your reality like anyone from like a janitor to a ceo shows up there um so i I think that'd be really cool jeffrey actually sent me a video of these people uh, skydiving into to Burning Man, which was really oh, fun. Oh, dude, that seemed like it'd be so cool. Right, we should we should totally we should totally do that. No, I mean I would love to. Yeah, um, figure out a way to pull that off. Right, right. 
Uh, it'd be interesting just, like, observing all the people that are fucked up on drugs, you know? Like, um, there's so much, like, psychedelic use there, and, you know, people probably just out of their minds. Um, so it's just, like, you know, that would be a show in and of itself, um, just watching those people. Um, and apparently, like, law enforcement is there and whatnot, but, uh, you know, they don't really bug people too much as long as you're not, you know, causing harm to other people. Um, so I think that would, uh, I think that would be cool. We got to figure out when we can go. Yeah, we really do, man. I've seen, we got to figure out how we're going to get there. Maybe take an RV or something. I, would, uh-huh. I thought that would be really cool, but renting one, you know, I'm pretty sure you have to be 25. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm pretty sure you can get rides. Um, there's like boards that you can post on and get rides from people mm-hmm. that are going there. Um, hey, we should we, we should cool. go to a Fiery or Fury Fest, Fire Fest um, next year. You know what that is? Fire Fest. Let's type in F Y R E Fest, and <laughs> you know. You, you, oh, is this? Is this the one that got... Oh, it's a scam. That's a scam one. Wait, oh, who, damn it. who led that one? Who oh, led that I one? I did. Oh, wait. No, I wasn't supposed to say that. Um, who, wasn't who me. Led? It was like some rappers. Yeah, all my was money it? didn't go into it. Um, what was his name? I don't know. It was some like degenerates or something. But, um, yeah, we should show up to oh, that one. It looks like they pled guilty to fraud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I saw Kendall Jenner's, like, Instagram advertisement for it, and I was like, ooh, Kendall Jenner, like, I, I like her. Like, I will, uh, I'll go check this out, and maybe I can get, uh, you know, maybe I can get a selfie with Kendall, good old Kendall. But, <laughs> um... It's like, dude, it looks like this guy's gonna hold out, like, a 20-year sentence. Better, he dude. He could hold it. it was he like could a, hold a 20-year sentence. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures right now of what they were gonna give them for food. People oh, paid awful, like man. people paid like lots of money. So yeah, <laughs> lots of money to have like special rooms and uh, all it was was like a mattress in a tent. Yeah, it was so awful. It was like a FEMA like relief uh, thing going on there, like just tents falling over and like uh, someone was it Fallout Boy that was supposed to be there? I don't know. Someone big. Maybe Smash Mouth. Just kidding. Not Smash Mouth. Um, was supposed to be there. Yeah, right. Hey, now. <laughs> okay, Dude, copyright. they paid They paid $1,200 a ticket. Wow. That so is like a burning, minimum. Man. A minimum of $1,200. That's a minimum. freaking crazy. And like, I'm looking at a picture right now of they fed them like when they got there for dinner, uh, just be- bread, cheese, and like just lettuce and tomatoes yeah and like i imagine it was a lot of like entitled kids that like parents paid for those tickets or something and like just imagine their faces when they saw that cheese and bread you know they're just like what the hell like we did not sign i mean in it, but this. in it but think about someone that like saved up money and like paid that for it sucks and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah like i feel bad no, for you no, legitimately i can't can, yeah yeah i can't <laughs> Like I can't imagine doing that. Right, like I this dude's just, an idiot, man. I wonder, did they ever like, get their money back? 
I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure he had. He was forced to. I sure hope. But he so. like. Pretty sure he's. St- oh wow. Because <laughs> he he pled guilty like twenty counts of wire, two counts of wire fraud, or tw- I don't know how many counts, but his plea deal is for eleven to fourteen years, but he could have served a maximum sentence of one hundred and fifteen years because. He stole. He got in money from investors to do it, and I'm pretty sure he stole that. I hope and, he rots in jail. And uh, dude, these are ter- terrible people to take money from people. Like just that's so blatantly obvious. Like that. Uh, no, that why, way of that doing is stupid. it is. Yeah, uh, stupid. You know, like clearly they're gonna get it coming to them, right? You know, like. There's there's much easier ways to scam people <laughs> than putting on a fake festival. That's just crazy. Um, and we should go to we should go to Coachella. Um, next <laughs> year, you know, and take yeah, dude, Coachella would be cool. Take some Instagram pics and just kind of like, you know, and pick out our outfits and make sure that everyone you know knows that that we're we cool and we're uh, you know we're hip and we're in with the style and. Lots of booty shorts and all that good stuff. It, like, I imagine it would kind of be something like um, when I went to Middlelands, which was like an EDM festival back in Texas, and, like, all the girls are just just so skimply. And, like, you know, they would just wear, like, booty shorts or, like, bikinis and all kinds of stuff. And it was just like... But isn't that, like, the culture, too? Isn't it, like kind of what they wear like EDM festivals and it stuff is, it's it just is. like very I mean, it's, revealing it, and uh but I but I guess it's kind of like the I guess the free-minded spirit that I they're kind love of it. To, yeah I no think I mean great. I think it's a I think it's a cool idea mm-hmm. I mean they should be able to wear what they want to mm-hmm. I guess damn right just like Halloween right yeah, yeah. Ha- Halloween's that other holiday I guess yeah my favorite um but uh yeah Coachella is like you know uh, I don't know I, w- I would certainly go uh, I don't have anything against it I just hear people talk about it and like people people are kind of like oh yeah it's just like you know just Instagrammers taking Instagram pictures and you know that's uh that's all people do um have you heard of Holy Ship no, I've not whole heard of Holy Ship. Holy Ship is a is it, on, is, is it on a ship? Yeah, it's an EDM festival on a cruise ship. So that would be amazing. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Oh, it's like it's like four days. Yeah, it's like four days, and uh, I can't imagine four thousand people. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? That'd be amazing. That'd be I feel so like crazy. that'd be better than Coachella. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I wonder how much the tickets are. What do you get? What's your guess? Oh man, I don't know. Like, maybe a thousand bucks. Maybe not. But um, I, 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 oh, you're you're right on the money. Yeah. Interior decks. It's like nine seventy four for like interior ones. Yeah. Balcony. Eleven seventy four. It's like the for a double mm-hmm. bed, and then like I guess one of the mini suite decks is. Uh, Seventeen hundred bucks. I'm kind of looking at like all the different ones they have, and like I guess 
uh, 13.0, I'm guessing, is in 2019. Now, they already have they already have one sold out for interior decks, but wow. there's still some places that are available. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I have, like, several friends that, um, that go to it every year, and it, they seem to have a good time, uh, so I would definitely be interested in going to uh going to that but uh they go every year they do yeah um they uh kind of go to like all the festivals and like some of those people that travel around the world to go to like edc and um tomorrowland which i want to go to both of those um i think that'd be super cool to do that um so i uh oh, like tomorrowland would be insane in belgium can you believe yeah. that that's crazy They'd, yeah that'd be I'd, so cool uh yeah like that'd be a that would be a life-changing experience oh absolutely um i just I like imagine i guess like my dream girlfriend is just some like raver chick so i'm always like you know looking for um my true love every time i go to a festival and i never find it you know i'm always disappointed it really sucks um so you got any dating advice for me jeffrey (laughs) got any dating advice for you yeah i mean what do you mean for like going to festivals to find like uh, advice on finding chicks at festivals. Finding, Is that a bad finding place? girls? Is that a bad place to find yeah. girls festivals? Uh, Maybe. not necessarily. Yeah. I, like, it's not, I don't think the character of a girl is going to be decided on where you've, like, well, there are certain places that, 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 that's not really the best place to get a girl. Like, I wouldn't recommend looking for your wife at a bar. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may disagree with me. But or a, a bar club. probably is, yes, that's another place that probably wouldn't be a good place. Yeah. But at a music festival, um, maybe I would I would be against it because like it's that literally is a place where you're showing one that you're both interested in EDM music. Yeah, you know, two that you may enjoy the same artists if you exchange conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there could be chemistry after that if the conversation goes to random things. Like, yeah. it's not really... I don't see it as a bad way to find a, you know... Yeah. I'm just, like... I'm so, like, shy and introverted that I'll see, like, a good-looking girl there. And, like, I just... I'll be like, ah, oh, she, like, she's way out of my league. You know, like, ah... Saying like, she's out of your league is, like... I've, you know, I've, I've heard it. I've said it to myself. Uh-huh. But the thing is, is, is when you say that to yourself or you, you know, you've already lost. Like shooting, shooting for the stars or shooting for gold is there's nothing wrong with it. You can always shoot. And whether or not it comes back with a win or you get a new number or something like that, you know, that's up to the car, play, you playing your cards, but... Yeah. I don't think there really is like a problem shooting for it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta work on that because, like, you know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to sometimes just like break the ice. Right. You know, that initial, an initial interaction can be interesting, but 
I think once you do that, you just it's once you break easy. the ice, I feel like it's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think like you know the fact that it just kind of gets easier as you go, and like it's a whole process. Like you just kind of try something. If it doesn't work, pivot. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just kind of find what does work, right? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like I guess that's what's like growing up and like becoming mature. It seems like it's all about just like you're basically putting together all your failures, and um, you know you've learned from them. It's just about like try something pivot you know try something oh it works okay and then you know one foot forward two steps back kind of mentality so yeah you always got to look at the bright side though like in any experience i feel like you know if you're trying to get a girl's number that she's really she's beautiful Mm -hmm. like and like for me even to this day like if a girl has like really pretty eyes, mm. I can lose train of thought. Yeah. I've, I can actually lose train of thought. Like I've actually done it before. And yeah. I mean, it's, I, I tell them beforehand because it's hilarious. I'm like, I'm going to let you know that I may lose train of thought is not because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> you know, like it's not, just, it's just kind of like a little distracting. <laughs> yeah. I but, would, you know, I would totally like, and they think it's cute. They really yeah. do. Like they think it's cute. Like, cause I'm being honest. Like if a girl has pretty eyes, it's going to be a little interesting, but uh, next know, time I'm dating, next time I'm dating a girl, I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm going to tell her that. And then if she's talking to me and I'm watching TV or something and I don't respond, I'm just like not listening to her. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just gonna be like, I'm not That's even gonna be, I'm not even it. gonna be looking at her. But I'm just gonna be like, oh babe, your eyes, like she's gonna get pissed. I'm like, oh babe, your eyes, like they're just so beautiful. Like I I'm feel sorry, like that's. I uh, Is that I a feel compound? like they can read. Yeah, I feel like they can read through that pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would last. Damn it. Oh, well, I guess I gotta. Pivot, try something else. Um, so, do they still have all those scooters, those electric scooters in Dallas? Oh, yeah, they do. For a little bit, though, because it sounded like, from what I was hearing, that um, some people were getting sued for um, hitting people on the sidewalk, which technically it says <laughs> on, the th- on the scooter, it says don't drive it on the sidewalk for some of them. Yeah. But I'm... I don't know if they like got out of the um, like those cases or anything because mm-hmm. they showed up on the streets like a week and a half, two weeks later. So that's crazy. They're, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, I I think they're fun to have and yeah. Um, no, I think uh, I think it's like a, a reasonably good idea. Um, I think the logistics of like tr- of charging them and maintaining them because they kind of crowdsource that right like they pay people to charge them in their garage and pick them up and put them back out and um it seems like i don't know it it doesn't seem sustainable to me but we don't have those here in um in nashville uh we we don't even have well we have like little bike racks that have bikes and stuff on them but we don't have uh, those scooters actually came around after i left dallas so maybe they were just waiting for me to leave i don't know 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I think those are uh, pretty cool. I don't know what you know. I think like the next kind of logical transition is uh, maybe not the next one, but a logical transition following that is like ride sharing and automated driving, um, where you can just like uh, I gotta go somewhere. I step outside, like either hail a car that comes to you or just go pick one up off the corner um so i i think i think that'll be that'll be pretty cool um when you could do that we kind of talked about that last episode as well about you know um automated vehicles um which i heard one ran over another person the other day so not see that's not that's good what, it's good yeah it's not good press for the uh rise of the automated vehicles mm, right <laughs> so. i feel like it's just gonna take some time perfecting that to you know yeah um i yeah no, i don't know like it, it certainly will you know like anything um i'm just curious like how long it's gonna take um there's really no telling so um okay so we wanted to talk about the well i guess just like the aeronautics aviation industry um and i saw this really cool it was like t minus zero is what i think what it was called on youtube and it was um a little video of kind of the preparation process for this new satellite that recently went to go orbit the sun did you hear about that uh yeah they're taking i it's supposed to have this new like heat shield that um yeah it's insane it's pretty cool technology it's i remember watching a video on a demonstration but it keeps it's supposed to withstand like a few thousand Two degrees thousand, yeah yeah it's pretty cool technology yeah, they said it'll be like 2,200 degrees towards the sun, and then the inner components, the technology, will be like maybe 80 degrees, which is freaking insane that humans can do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I just... Just the ingenuity behind it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I'm glad to see NASA doing some cool stuff because sometimes I get a little bummed out by, like... You know, not going back to the moon, uh, and just kind of seems like some stuff doesn't always progress as it should in that arena. So yeah, yeah, I feel you in that. Um, I guess some of the reasoning that they were trying to bring up that they didn't want to go back to the moon was because, you know, what's the reason? Why would we go back to the moon? Like, what's the what's the thing to do? I just. I guess it to me going back to the moon it's like we could we could have set up a base by now. Mhm. Yeah. We could have had yeah. you know, we could have had a place to jump off of. So not only would we be have a la- place to launch off of to go to other places we'd be closer to them. Right. But, you know, you could set up research a research station in space other than the you know, International Space Station, which is right. still a cool thing. Right, just, right. Yeah, I, I, I think, like, we just... 
could be exploring other planets, and um, it's all stuff that Musk is now doing or projected to do over the next five, ten years, which is really good. But um, they've got the big guns and the big money. And um, what do you think about the space force? I mean, I think the Space Force is a cool idea, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like we're kind of protecting our assets is very important um, just because that's, like, the main thing, I think, it, behind it from what I've read is, you know, protecting our satellites from being taken down. And I remember the U.S., I can't remember how long it was ago, but they actually... I think we, we shot down a satellite, one of ours, because mm. it was going to come down anyways. And that was kind of a demonstration of, I guess, to other countries almost, that we could indeed take down anyone's satellite with a missile. Right. And, you know, having a, spa- having a space force, even just defense systems to protect our satellites from other countries is pretty important. Right, right. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, it's, it, I think it's good, like, it's a good plan, um, uh, I, I think, like, I listened to a couple, like, one of the astronauts who spent the most time on the ISS kind of was talking about it, and he didn't really think it was necessary, um, and I, I kind of sided with some of his arguments, but, at the same time, it's 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 kind of like some of the people thinking about AI and how we need to have rules and regulations there for when it does get to that point, we're prepared. So um, a lot of people, honestly, it's the, it's the freaking name, but a lot of people think it's silly. But I, I think like it's not a bad idea to uh, to go ahead and and prepare for it. Um, so that we are ready whenever aliens do invade. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, I mean, you, never you know, say that right? now, but you never know. Yeah, like, it could we happen. Could, we could be joking right now, and it's like, oh no, you were you were right. We're getting invaded. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens, guys. I'm secretly an alien. I'm coming for you. So um, <laughs> better watch out. Um, all right, well, we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast now. Um, let's see. So, um, yeah, so we're trying, like we said last time, trying to do these weekly and um, shooting for Fridays. We've, you know, we'll have hit two Fridays now, so that's good. Yeah, trying to stay consistent um, and um, kind of just roll from there uh, and, and just let us know, like, you know, we don't have a ton of listeners yet, but let us know in the comments or um, however you want to get in touch with us. We'll have more methods soon, maybe a website and um, things like that. What's our Instagram, Twitter? Our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the Staying Hungry Podcast. Yes, our Stay Hung- Staying Hungry Podcast is our Instagram and our Twitter, I believe, is Staying Hungry Podcast. Perfect. I believe. Let me let me check right now. 
Okay. Yeah, we'll... Uh, uh, yeah, Stay Stay Age Podcast is our ad on Twitter. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, go give those a follow because um, we'll be posting relevant stuff there. Then we're thinking about maybe incorporating some, some uh, you know, like giveaways into some of the following coming up podcasts so we'll mention those on social as well um but uh but yeah thanks for coming back to staying hungry and uh we'll see you next week